Welcome to the Roundtable with Abram and Aisha. Hey everyone, welcome back. We are definitely glad to be here. It's always a joy to be able to do this podcast. I think we're going to get right on into it and get to talking. What are we going to talk about today, Abram? The power of prayer. The power of prayer. What about it? What can it do for us? What can we do with it? True. I think people underestimate the power of prayer or they don't give it as much attention as it should. Everybody knows that, oh, yeah, you should pray. You should, you know, you should talk to God. But we don't have fervent prayers. You know, the Bible says the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous availed much. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times we don't have those fervent prayers. And so we don't see prayers answered as we should. Or we may not think that we're righteous enough. And that's the thing. We're not. He made us righteous. Yeah, through his blood. So that gives us the power to pray. And mm-hmm. it's so important if for us to really understand that prayer works. That there there's different types of prayers. But you can get results in your prayer if you know how to pray. If you are in the, if you have the word to back you up, you can't get those results. Maybe sometimes we don't know, know that and we don't believe that we're, that we've been made righteous or that we don't, we don't feel it in a sense. You know, how sometimes well, you, you may just feel inadequate. Mm-hmm. Not to say that you have to have a feeling of anything, it's just that. First, the the word I feel has to be in you so that you're able you're able to know that the fervent prayers of a righteous man availeth much. Mm-hmm. You know, it's something that you have to. It's almost like a, a prequel or a preface to knowing that prayer works. Yeah, knowing who you are in Christ, which we've talked about, which we won't get into on previous podcasts. Yeah, yeah, it's. I mean. You know, I tell anybody who comes to me and they may have an issue or may have something going on, I always, they know me by now. They know what I'm going to say. I'm going to say, what does the word say about it? And have you prayed about it? It's always going to come back to word and prayer. You can't have one without the other. To pray an effectual prayer, you need the word of God so that you know that that prayer will be answered. When you know that you're praying the will of God, then you can have every confidence that that prayer will be answered. And then there's also some things that you don't necessarily know how to pray for. Well, the Lord gives us instructions in that matter, too. In Romans chapter 8, you know, he, he has given us the Holy Spirit who helps us to pray when we don't know how to pray. So he has covered everything for us. I just want to give uh, clarity on what we're talking about from a um, the Amplified version um, about the righteous man, prayers availing much. Mm-hmm. Uh, James five sixteen, starting in the second clause, it says, the heartfelt and persistent prayer of a righteous man, believer, who is able to accomplish much when you put it into action and made effective by God. It is dynamic and have tremendous power. Tremendous power. Wow. Yeah. See, not, not just a little bit. Tremendous. You know. Not, not just a... a someone that is a novice and can only do so much but 
this is a, 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 a seems like someone who know what they're doing mm-hmm. knows what they're doing mm-hmm. i've seen some amazing results in my life and i know abram can agree too we've seen some ma- some amazing results with the power of prayer and again we don't pray enough or if we're praying we're praying amiss we're not praying the will of god we're not praying what he says in his word that's why word and prayer goes hand in hand i've seen some things that i'm i'm like wow lord you turn that around i don't know how you could have done that but you did it you know it's something i was talking to my my niece and my daughter the other day and we were having devotional and i was letting them know you know when i try to handle things and do things my way it always messes up but when i take it out of my hands and i put it in the lord's hands then he seems to take care of it like that he seems to just seamlessly speak to the other person especially when you're dealing with other person and let's say you're praying for another person and this person is just refusing to hear you refusing to um you know seem like they're running away from god or running away from the word or just doesn't want to hear anything you know uh fervently pray for that person pray the will of god pray the word of god over that person you know, there's some great prayers in the letters in Ephesians and Colossians, um, mm-hmm. some really great prayers. And then there's this book. My mother-in-law um, always talks about this book, and we have it here, and and she's purchased it for several of us. But the book is called Prayers That Avail Much um, by Jermaine Copeland, and that's a really good book because they have a ton of different prayers in there for every situation you can think of and the prayers are coming directly from the word of God and they're backed up by scripture and when you're praying you need it to be backed up by scripture if you want to see results for it mm-hmm. you know go ahead no you go ahead I'll say the that. bible says that um forever O lord is your word established that's why your your prayers have to be backed up by the word john chapter 5 verse 14 says let me go to it real fast because it's really good and it's backing up what I'm saying. It's first John chapter five, not not John chapter five, sorry. We're gonna be in the letter of John. But first John five fourteen says this. It says, and this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. And if we know that he hear us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. This assures us if we are praying, this is why word and prayer goes to goes hand in hand. If we are praying according to the word, we can have that assurance that he heard us, number one. And not only did he hear us, he will answer that prayer and we'll see the results and we'll get the desired results so no never underestimate the power of prayer quit trying to do stuff in the flesh quit trying to control everything in your life in the flesh get on your knees give it over to the lord and let him handle that problem he's the sovereign god he will handle it if you give him a chance but we want to control everything you know, the scripture where it talks about enter into his rest. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. my, my yoke is easy and my, my burden is light. Um, 
it may take a little bit, you know, just a little time to, if you don't do it often, to, you know, get yourself used to, to prayer. But as you as you do that and, and you go talk to someone that you can't see, know that the Lord is always listening. You know, the Bible says that he's given us the Holy Ghost, you know, he's to, to help us. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about the Holy Ghost that, he is our our friend. Mm-hmm. He wants to help you. Mm-hmm. He wants to make your life easier. He wants to deal help you deal with those situations that continue to bog you down or just things that just you know life happens type type of issues. You know, he wants to help you in that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times even sometimes myself you want to just oh I I know how. I I can do it. Mm-hmm. You, your intellect it's no match for for the devil, and we think that we can solve um, our pro- our own problems, and then that goes into pride. But that's another issue. And I actually had a um, situation that I thought I could handle it. I thought I had like crossed every T and dotted every I, but yet I was still um, ignorant of some things, and I, I I could cause myself some harm. But I thought I could handle it, and I'm like. After it was over, you're like, why didn't I let the Holy Ghost help me? Mm-hmm. Why didn't I get out of the way and, and and let just the Lord handle that moment for me? Mm-hmm. But a lot of times we, we're headstrong and we, we kind of just bypass any barriers that's in the way and then we plow through. And then at the end of that road, we don't see that the road is out, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and we just plow through and go off the cliff it's, it's like allow the holy ghost to, to help us in these situations and and pray it says he'll pray the father and he'll give you the comforter to help yeah. us in our time of need yeah yeah I, you know when you look back at jesus life and then you look back at the apostles life you'll see that they spent a lot of time in word and prayer I mean, it would talk about Jesus and after the apostles, his disciples, they, they left him. It'll say that he'll go away into the mountains to go pray. And he spent a lot of time in prayer. And then if you get on over to the book of Acts and you see his disciples who are now apostles, they talk about how they need to give themselves over mm-hmm. to word and prayer. And then those 12 apostles, I mean, they turned the world upside down. Because of them, they, we have, we have the gospel, you know, through 12 people. Think about that. Think about that. You know, now I know more came along and, and, and so forth. And, and of course, Paul came along and Paul, he says the exact same thing. He says, I pray more than all of you. He said, I pray in tongues more than all of you. We got to start looking at some of these things and seeing how did they, um, how did they get so much done and what they did to get so much done and they spent time in the word and they spent time in prayer we got to do that there's no other way around it word and prayer the word that is uh speaking to me right now is like time mm-hmm. the, the time we have so much well we used to now we're kind of quarantined <laughs> but we have lots of things that's going on in, in life and, and daily 
things that you have to do, cooking, cleaning, taking care of children, going to work. Um, life isn't as busy as it used to be at this point. But even now, you still will. I don't feel like doing that right now, praying, I, I'll do something else, or I'll sleep, or whatever it is that you may want to do, you know, turn on the TV, whatever it is. It's like that time we have to do what that says, what Aisha's talking about, spending the time. And even myself, I find myself like, man, did I, did I, you know, yeah, how much do time did I? what yeah. I needed to do with my time today? You know, it's like the time can just fly by, you okay. know? You know, we got the saying, you know, time flies when you're having fun. And just in life, we can all remember, I'm sure, if, you, as, if you're of any age, 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. You're like, man, where did the time go? Mm-hmm. But what if we spent that time in the Lord? We're like, wow, look how much I've grown or look how much I've gotten close to the Lord. Yeah. And you'll see different things in life where... Maybe you weren't be maybe you weren't able to to handle certain things, and then just spending your time with the Lord, you you were able to to conquer some of those things that you hadn't been in the past. Yeah, or you know, on another note of that time, it's kind of funny because we don't have time for ourselves to really get down and pray these things through, but then we want somebody else to do it for us. Mm-hmm. We're so quick to call up someone else to say oh could you just be in agreement with me to to pray and and because so and so i'm going through this and i'm going through that and so you go that person calls you and you go all in to pray and then the other person just don't do nothing and then also your prayer could be more effectual and fervent because you're the one that's dealing with the situation right. firsthand and that's where you know the the passion that you may have for Maybe it's a person or a situation. You're going to have that more than the person that you say, hey, can you pray with me? Yeah. Because you're the one going through that situation. You know the ins and outs. So you should be the one that actually charges on in that that prayer. Yeah. I remember um, it was a couple of years ago, I I guess, several years ago, actually. And um, I remember I was praying and the Lord gave me a psalm, and I I get those from time to time as I'm as I'm praying. But this one was, uh, you gotta pray through. And I don't remember everything that the psalm have. I have it written down, but it talked about how He expects us to pray through a matter. Sometimes we may begin praying, but we don't go and we don't continue praying until we hit that note of victory. Till we have a a settlement in us. Uh, um, it's like a, I said a settlement, but a settling. It's like peace. We have peace or or we begin to praise God because we have hit that note of victory. We don't we don't pray until we get that. Because once you when you do that and you pray that you that to till you get that, then you are assured that this has been taken care of and you can walk it out. I remember when it was time for us to get a home, Abram and I got up one morning and it was, it was on our heart, on my heart to just really pray. And we needed a home and it was getting real close to that deadline. Yeah, I remember that. And, um, I was pregnant at the time, pregnant now, always pregnant, (laughs) it seemed like, (laughs) but I was pregnant at the time and the place we were at, the apartment we were in was just, you know, 
wasn't going to work anymore. And it was getting real close to that due date and we had no place to go. And I remember he and I got up one morning and we prayed and we, we prayed together as husband and wife. Now there is power in agreement. So there's not, there's not anything wrong when you go and ask somebody to, to pray with you. My point is, have you prayed? Have you done anything? Cause a lot of times we just want everybody else to do the work instead of you actually doing the work. Too, yeah. You know, and, and also Kenneth Hagan, people would ask him at times, they, he would say, Hey, can you, can you pray for me or pray with me? And then he says, what scripture are you standing on? Um, uh, uh, Jesus loves me. <laughs> you know, something that has nothing to do with their situation. It's like, where's your, where are you deriving your faith from? Then? That's good. Maybe I should start doing that when somebody calls and asks me to pray. Well, what scripture are you standing on? Because then they'll let you know if they've actually yeah, did it, it, something, done some are work. You, are yeah. you serious about what we're doing here? What we're doing here. Or you I'm just want me it. to do the work? And you just spot me. Yeah. No, no, I'm not lifting 225. Uh, you need to get under here and you lift your 135 and then we can get to 225. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. I should start doing that. We should start doing that. But we did. We got to back to the story of the home and we got together and we we prayed. We prayed until we prayed through, until we hit that note of victory. And lo and behold, we did in the nick of time get the house that the Lord had for us. Everything went so, I have never seen a closing. Even the underwriter said we have never closed in a week's time. And that's what, and that's what happened. But it was all done in prayer. And I remember, um, our pastor and our father said to us, well, you guys are just walking out what you had already prayed through. And that's, that's that's essentially, yeah, that's what happened. Mm Mm-hmm. And when you when you do pray, you're praying the will of, of God on the earth. You know, the disciples said, teach us how to pray in uh, 11, 1. And then, you know, he says, when you pray, say, our Father, which is in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done as it is in heaven, so on, on earth as well. And I won't go on. But why did, why, why did he say that? Uh, because, well, from my perspective, I feel that the devil is the God of this world. Mm-hmm. And so you have to pray the will of, of God, which is in heaven on earth. He has, he is the God of this world. Mm-hmm. So that's why we say, why are things happening? Why are bad things happening? Because uh, he's the God of this world and his will is happening on earth as it is in hell, I suppose. And in contrast, we need to pray the will of God, which is in heaven, on earth for our situation, for whatever mm-hmm. we may be going through. Yeah. And he needs us to do it. Yeah. We just expect him to, you know, okay, Lord, take care of this for us, but we yeah. don't do our part. He He expects us to do our part. Yeah. Our part is getting into the word. Our part is believing the word. What did Jesus say? This is the first work that you believe on us, on me, that you believe on the son of God, excuse me, that he sent. That's Mm -hmm. the first work. And then now we got the word. Now let's put it, let's put it in action. Let's go with full assurance that that the Lord's going to hear us and we're going to pray this thing through whatever it is. 
Yeah, just thinking about it. In, in contrast, we're we're born in sin, shaped in iniquity, so there needs be no no prayer to do. Um, you know, I won't say I guess sinful things. There is no prayer that needs to be done. We 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 are that. You know, mm-hmm. when we when we're born into this world, and so you kind of there's no. It's almost like a it's a. There needs to be no prayer. It's just like that's who we are, and so the devil's will is already happening in this world when he, you know, took the reins from from Adam of this world, and when he gave it to him, I guess. And so, when we have to pray, when we pray, we we must bring the Father's will on earth mm-hmm. because the will is already for the devil. It's already happening. We we just like it's automatic, but. Is it automatic for us to do the will of the Father? And no, it's like we have to, you know, rev that engine up a little bit. Let the car, you know, sit and then it can warm up and then the white smoke don't come out when we start moving. Mm-hmm. It's like that's what we have to do, I feel, in order to, to get things done. And if we can just always be on, if you will, revved up, ready to go, then we'll see these things that we may um need to pray about or issues that that may come about it won't be so hard to start our engine yeah yeah i'm reminded of something that our um mother my mother-in-law said she um on one of our live meetings she said you know let the lord be your mediator let him be your mediator let him handle the things for you put it over in his hands do your part in getting on your knees and and um, getting in the word and finding out what he said. And if you messed up, messed up, mess. If you messed up, get right. You know, or if you have ought against against your brother, yeah. I think Mark eleven talks about that. When you when you pray, forgive, mm-hmm. forgive. Because if you have unforgiveness in your heart, well, you just killed your prayer. Yeah, already. you you've already have the the will of the devil in you, mm-hmm. and you know, oil and water does not mix. Yeah. And then, you know, quit pointing a finger at everybody else when something in your life goes wrong. If something in your life is continuously going wrong, you may need to start looking at yourself. Yeah. And start saying, what am I missing here? What am I missing here? You know, we actually make that a practice over here in our house where we, if if things ain't going as well or we're starting to have some trouble, it's like, okay, well, wait a minute. Yeah, you, you, you say... What haven't you done yet that the Lord <laughs> told you to do? I, 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 I like, hey, I hey, that. man, I you, hey, you need lie. to back up it's my relationship with the Lord. Usually it's the case, too, <laughs> and he just gets this look on his face like. I remember those times. And I'm like, you ain't prayed today, huh? Or you you, you not, you disobeying something, you yeah. know. Or he'll, now here's the funny thing. You know, our children are homeschooled, and what will happen is, Abram will go to sleep and he'll wake up with one of their um, songs that they sing in Rebecca, the Jonah song, Jonah, <laughs> Jonah, he didn't obey God immediately. And he would, <laughs> that song will play over and over, or sometimes I will get it. And, you know, it's like, okay, okay, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and obey God. Let's repent for our rebellious ways yeah. and let's go ahead and obey God so we can get back under his yeah. covering and under his secret place. And then we can have assurance that whatever we need done, he will do it for us. Yeah. When you, when you do that it is, it makes things so much easier and you may seem like, feel like even before that, it's like, 
you keep going around this same mulberry tree, or is it a bush? I forget. <laughs> but it's like once you come out of it, you you come out of it by what the Lord told you to do. Um, maybe you're you're just constantly putting it off, putting something off. But that one thing that you put off will be the thing that will answer your situation. Mm-hmm. And then you get with the Lord and then he, he'll he'll heal you, he'll he'll bless you and he, he won't hold it over you. Mm-mm. I remember there was a point in time when I just kinda like, man, I'm not spending enough time with the Lord. You know when you get you know, the words yeah. the, the song says You're getting soft. <clears throat> The boy saw. <laughs> I want to say that, but the song says, uh, uh, "Your heart seems far away." Mm-hmm. You know, is is more than a sacrifice. I'm looking for your life. You know that song. I don't know, but that's okay. Oh, okay, well, someone knows, I'm sure. That it, it's not just. Oh yes, oh, I do. That's that uh, Keith Staten song. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Is is more than just you know, a sacrifice that I give to you. Um, I can't remember who had, who was saying this, but yeah, I think it was uh, David Kalinda, uh, Daniel Kalinda, excuse me. I may mess up his name, but Daniel, yeah. But um, he was saying like they would go in um, Bible days, they would do their sacrifice, and then he would, the Lord wanted them to, if you got something against you, you know, go, ask your brother to forgive you they were all coming from all many different places so you would have to leave your your offering at the altar and travel back however many miles it was back to your homeland and then repent <laughs> to that person got it easy like, now that, that was there was some work back then right now we just oh lord please forgive me in jesus name amen and then you, and you're you done have, then you have a phone call away yeah 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 don't do text please don't do text people do text that's that's kind of weak to me that's weak i I, I need you to hear that voice of you of that crackling voice that you are broken no i'm I'm joking i'm joking (laughs) sort of but it may help you but um yeah you would have to there would be some work what i'm saying and 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 repenting for you and then you go back and you know do your sacrifice and your offering to the lord but now it's a lot easier as i should mention but it's more than just this sacrifice that I can give to the Lord. You know, it, it's, it's a relationship that you have with the mm-hmm. Lord. And when I was, um, I, I was just not spending enough time, I felt like, man, this is something ain't right. I could feel that I was, you know, getting further away from the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, when you don't see somebody, yep. you, you kind of just may put them off a mm-hmm. little bit. Maybe it's a friend that you ain't spoke to in a while. And then after a while, you know, you just kind of stop talking. It kind of the relation, the relationship kind of fades away. And I'm not saying that it was to that extent, but I knew that I wasn't spending enough time with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And then as I went back and started getting back to prayer and reading and spending time with the Lord, it was like I had never left. Mm-hmm. His presence was there again. He did not make me work my way back up to the status that I had with him. You know, it was I was not, you know, not um I was not um, taking down a few ladders and now I got to climb back up to reach that height again. No, the Lord is very gracious and he, he loves us and he wants that, that time with us just to spend. That's all he wants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's a good, good father yeah. and he wants to take care yeah. of us. I was, I was not condemned in that moment. You know, the Bible says that, you know, we are not condemned. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the devil that mm-hmm. does that. 
And right. It, it was so. There is no condemnation to those. You know, who are there was a there was a relief in a sense. I'm like, oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you that I, I know that you're here. Yeah, his word says we can come boldly to yeah. the throne of grace. I mean, yeah. he is filled with so much grace. That's his his blood is that powerful. We it don't is. we don't have to condemn ourselves and think that, oh, I'm not good enough. Uh didn't the blood of Jesus wash and cleanse you yeah. of all unrighteousness and now you have been made righteous? Yeah. Makes me think of his mercies are new every morning. Yeah. So maybe you had a bad day, you know, but his mercies are new all the time his mercies are new every morning so once you get back right if you if you messed up if you if you didn't do something right go ahead and repent and if you need to repent to someone else that you offended do that don't delay because then you your your slate is clean again Mm -hmm. and you can go on and you can move on you know no sense in putting it off no fit no sense in getting further away from the lord because when you get further away who are you getting closer to Right. Right. Who are you getting closer to? You're gonna gonna be going one way or the other. You're not mm-hmm. you, you don't stay put. Just like on that what, uh in the airport that conveyor belt. Mm-hmm. You're standing still but it's still moving you. Mm-hmm. You know, so what what which way are you going? Are you going the right way or you going the wrong way? You know. But I wanted to read Ephesians and probably finish up with this unless Abram had another scripture, but I wanted to read Ephesians. We we um, we read this a lot. We have heard about it a lot. Um, we have spoken on it and and say, oh yes, 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 this is good and it is good. Um, but when we're talking about praying and when we're talking about not underestimating the power of prayer, um, this is a really good scripture to to look at because once you have done all these things then at the end of it, it's going to tell you to just stand, to just stand, to just stand on that word that you have just did. So it's Ephesians 6. We'll start at verse 10. It says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord, not in yourself, not in everybody else, not in your own intellect, not in your own intellect. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil, all his tricks, all his uh, things that he does. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Boy, that's a good one. Because we sure forget that. Mm-hmm. When we having issues with different people in our life, we forget that we are not wrestling, wrestling against flesh and blood. That we're not dealing with that person. We need to deal with the spirit that is operating in that person. Mm-hmm. And, says, what, and also, we can say this, sorry to interrupt, there should be a spirit operating in us that's not the same as that person. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely, yeah. But we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God. So now that you have this understanding, now that you know that you're not dealing with this person, that you're dealing with something else that's that's um, that's um, behind this person. Now, here's what you have to do to deal with this. It says, wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand, therefore, having your loins girt about with truth. Can't get away from that word. And having a breastplate of righteousness, we've been made right by the blood of Jesus. And your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith 
you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Have you ever been in a situation where sometimes I've, I've, I've felt like that and actually can feel like that now where it seems like everywhere you turn, you're getting hit again. You're getting hit again. You got to take that shield of faith and be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. That shield of faith, that that faith in his word. Mark 11, we didn't go to that scripture today, but Mark 11 says, have faith in God. Mm-hmm. Have faith in God. We need to have faith in the word of God. Jesus is the living word. Above all, taking the shield of faith, verse 16 again, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. So no matter what he brings your way, you got that shield of faith to block it. And then take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Remember what Jesus did in the wilderness when the devil came to tempt him. Remember what he said. He says, it is written. It is written. It is written. This is why you this is why word and prayer go hand in hand. You need to know what is written because what is written is forever established. Verse 18. It says, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplications for all saints. And for me, that utterance may be given unto me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. And then he's going to go on to finish saying that, uh, he's going to go on and finish the chapter and I won't finish there, but these are the tools that we need. And what did it say? And having done all after you put on that helmet of salvation, after you took the, the, uh, your, your feet are shot with the gospel of peace. You have the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. You got your shield of faith. You got everything that you need after you have done all of that. He says to stand, having done all to stand, stand with the knowledge that Jesus has heard your prayer. Stand with the knowledge that he's ever making intercession for you. Stand with the knowledge that he got this under control and he will take care of it. Because one thing about it, he always backs his word. The Bible says he confirms his word with signs following. Do not underestimate the power of prayer. I have seen it work. Abram has seen it work. We can go on and on about different situations of how the power of prayer changed some things. Don't underestimate it. In fact, embrace it, live it, do it.